0: Farmer's Insurance knows that there's a not-so-subtle difference between the sound of a car hitting your rear bumper and the sound of a clown car hitting your rear bumper. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry about that! He a balloon animal! Add my information. We call that a three-ring fender bender, and we covered it. At Farmers. They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. <laughs> Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
1: What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going? For buyers and sellers in the real estate market.
2: I have died and gone to real estate heaven.
1: Looking to move, hoping to sell. Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results.
0: I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here
1: she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, here she is, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and super real estate agent and licensed realtor with Remax Results. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Also with us, of course, Phil Olson from AMEC Home Loans. Thank you for joining us again. Yo. I have my headphones on too loud, so if you wonder why I'm reaching over here, there's we go. All right. I was shouting at myself. We we appreciate you guys being here. Here for the Red Hot Real Estate Show, and giving everybody all the know the the knowledge that they need to get into the home of their dreams, or if not the home of their dreams, the home that will eventually. Should be the
2: thing that they are dreaming about, right? right? And so the thing I was just listening to as the sounder was coming on, it was like, you know, go out and buy a home. Right. That should, everybody should just do that, right. right? It's summer. What else do you need? More flip flops? True. Right. True. Phil, you probably yeah. have a lot of those. You I don't mean, need anything.
0: Why not? Why not get that barbecue going? <laughs> kind of tough to do on a deck on a on an apartment building, <laughs> right? Exactly. Right.
2: So you know, you'll spit out some numbers for us.
0: Uh, NMLS 238 two three eight one that is my license, federal government license. Right.
2: So official. <laughs>
0: uh, no, so what, not really.
1: So, in general, <laughs> in general, I know that we always try to remind people what's going on in the real estate market here in town. Well,
2: you know, Phil and I are going to talk today. You know, we hear a lot of scenarios where. There are people that are just not in the box. Okay. Right, Phil? Correct. There are some people that just need extra special care. They need us to be creative and Phil is like got like the wizard curtain that he jumps out from behind <laughs> when people, you know, need that special care. So what are we talking about today, Phil?
0: Well, I I thought we would talk about a market update. Okay. Okay. And one of the one of the reasons I wanted to bring up the market update is the Federal Reserve just dropped the prime interest rate by a full quarter of a percent. Right. And then we hear in the media out there that mortgage interest rates are going to drop. Unfortunately, when the prime rate is dropped, okay, that is a short-term interest rate. Okay. It's not a mortgage-backed security interest rate. Okay. How does that affect the markets? It affects your student loans, affects your credit cards, and affects your, your home equity lines of credit. But that's not the bond market where mortgages are backed. Okay, and you can look at what's called the Fannie Mae 30, FNMA 30, and that's a bond rate. And that you look at that bond rate, and that will determine if the yield curve is going up, mortgage interest rates are going down. And if the yield rate is going down, the curve is going down, then mortgage rates are going up.
1: So when we're talking about interest, you're saying that all interest rates are not created equal. They don't all affect things on the same level.
0: Depends. You've got your short-term interest rates and you've got your long-term interest rates. Okay. So your short-term interest rates would be your prime rate. Okay. That's where the Federal Reserve meets on a quarterly basis to determine if they're going to increase rates or decrease rates and why are they doing that. That's called monetary policy. Okay. What they're trying to do is either if the economy's going is too hot, they're going to try to slow it down by increasing the prime rate, which then reduces or causes people to borrow less. Okay. now, why did they do that? It has to do with inflation. We have no inflation. There's been no inflation in five years. Matter of fact, they should have never, ever cut. Okay, they should never increase the prime rate based on being no inflation. Right. So how does this affect our markets? Well, one, we saw an interest rate reduction on mortgage interest rates a full quarter percent in the last week. Right. Now you might go, well, hold on, that was the Fed. Right. No. Okay. It was a geopolitical event. The Trump administration just increased tariffs against China. Yes. For, I believe, $300 billion in more tariffs. Okay. The stock market dropped a 1,000 points almost in the last week. Right. Your stock market and your bond market go in opposite directions. Okay. So guess what? Money leaves the stock market, it goes to the bond market. The bond market yield goes up, and what happens to interest rates? It goes down.
2: Okay. So I'm just gonna say I'm having a flashback to Mr. B's economic class my junior <laughs> year <of> high school. <laughs> I'm thinking I can see you up there with the chalk on the handbook, and that's what I appreciate because
1: you remember like we both are a wee bit away from high school, but this is something that we need to know today. That's right. And so it's important to have an expert like Phil Olson. that I mean, can go, he just here's why out. this all worked out, and he's some you know he was able to summarize it in two minutes. Yes, and I
2: appreciate. So that. So he the reason he spits this stuff out is because when people see that things are happening in the market like that you call them up and go what's the rate right Right? people
0: people do that all the time and then they'll ask me my personal opinion as to what's happening in the marketplace should they lock their rate or should they float their rate right right now i would tell people float your rate there's no reason there is no reason right now economically that i can foresee in the future with my my crystal ball so right, to speak okay, exactly. that i can see interest rates going going up why is that well our economy is still rolling where we've got a 65 year low unemployment home equity has increased across the board throughout the united states people have more home equity in their house and 90% of consumers have equity in their home jobs rates we just employed another 180,000 meeting expectation. So there's nothing, be it in economic reports that are really going to affect interest rates other than geopolitical events. Okay, what what is happening in the rest of the world will play a big role on the stock market and the bond market. Us internally here in the United States, rates are going to probably continue to go down. Over time, especially if this trade war continues with China.
1: And I appreciate you giving all of that insight because it is difficult to go, OK, how am I going to weed through all of the information that we're given? And we all have that friend. Like I have my one friend who is always telling me to wait. Like he's always says things are going to get worse. So wait. But you know,
2: we know that there's no perfect answer. We, we can just ha- do the best with the information. We, we have. all have that person let's not call them Debbie Downer right but Debbie not so positive or yes. you know mm-hmm. um, and they always want to hold you back because it's insecurity and fear and what is fear fear is the what does it feel <laughs> lack of evidence mm-hmm. is what fear is basically and so we're gonna do some prognosticating right you were talking about that before we came in here Phil <laughs> that you are the False. media prognosticators are are causing
1: Fear, false, false evidence appearing there, real. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. One more time, producer Sonny. False evidence appearing real. Thank Yay. you very much. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would, I would tell you, we're in another period of great homeownership right now. For those that are not contemplating, thinking, planning, if they're renting now, believe it or not, is the time to do it because you've got you've got some forces out there. You've got low interest rates. We're now in the threes okay we haven't seen that in six seven years okay the lowest mortgage interest rate i ever saw on a 30-year fixed was 3.125 i just locked a client here this week at no 3.125 i just locked them at three and a half on a 30-year uh fixed rate mortgage that's amazing it's amazing uh keep in mind they're putting down 30 percent. credit score is almost 800 they're They're the golden egg type of client. Okay. But when you say your interest rates are in a range of three and a half to four and a quarter percent across the board on multiple different products, okay, it's a great time to buy. Now people might say, Well, I want to wait till next year. Here's another force though that's coming into play that people aren't contemplating or thinking about. And that is we're projected already the metro is up nine percent this year. They're projecting housing prices to increase another 7% next year. Okay. So, guess what? On a $200,000 home, that same home will be $214,000 next year, and your mortgage payment will be $70 higher. Okay. So, for those that are saying, I want to save money, and you're only able to save five grand in a year, but the housing price goes up by 14, you're chasing. You're literally chasing that dream, but you're not going to catch it. Right. Because housing prices and and home building prices, which are going out of the roof. Matter of fact, you're much better off buying a a constructed home right now, not through a builder. Not that I'm trying to tell you not to buy through a builder. Right. But your construction costs per square foot are so much higher now than they were many years ago. So you'll actually get better better value by buying a pre-existing home. Exactly. Am I, am I right or wrong? You're
2: right. It, because the builders can't buy the land. The land is is so expensive. Yep. And that, in, including with the labor shortage for skilled trades, mm-hmm. that is causing building new construction to just skyrocket. And then there are some clients that just can't see past the imperfections of a pre-existing home. And for those people, new construction is about the only thing that they really, really will be happy with. Fair enough. Correct. So I think when we come back from the break, we should talk about how great of an opportunity this is to move up from mid to luxury. Exactly. And we'll also
1: talk about that great special that you have going on right now. over awesome. there, Phil. We'll take your questions as part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can call us at Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon, here with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson, telling you how you can plan for the future that, you know, you don't like to sit there and go, this is for sure what's going to happen. We never have said that you guys are um, soothsayers and that you can guarantee that this is what the future could hold. But you can take the information that we're given and go economically, we were forecasting that this will probably happen. Right, Phil and Mimi? Yes. I, I agree. would
0: agree.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a good market right now, but like what you were saying, like we were talking about during the break, is is there a bubble coming? Right. You know, well, none of us can know for sure, but economists are starting to see where property values were escalating that maybe now sellers are starting to see that it's not as strong as it was at the peak. Mm-hmm. And so just the ever so slightest Right, Phil?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, right now, just over the last couple of weeks, we're seeing a few less buyers. I'm seeing less multiple offer situations where people aren't getting into multiple offers with, you know, against eight and ten other families for the same home. Uh, right now is a great time to buy and and your your August, September, October, November timeframes are some of the best times to get the best value in a property here in Minnesota.
2: I agree. Um, And, you know, when we were just leaving the break, we were talking about how low interest rates have gotten down to 3.5%. What were they on Friday? Do you remember, Ballpark?
0: (sighs) Probably 3.75%.
2: Okay. And that's up and down a little bit here and there.
0: It, It depends on, you know, interest rates... You know, when when you call different lenders, they all have different rates. Uh, but how, what what how is a rate built? A rate is built based on qualification of the borrower. Okay. And the, and the stronger your borrower is, the lower the interest rate will be, and that really comes down to credit score, what's on credit. Like an example: you could have an 800 credit score, but you filed bankruptcy two years ago. Well, you don't qualify, you don't qualify for a conventional home loan. Okay. All right. You're going to qualify for a government home loan, but that has a different interest rate. So it also comes down to it is your income, be it your loan to value and your debt to income ratios, because all these programs are based on multiple different factors. And the less the borrower is qualified, the higher the interest rate will be, even though that sounds kind of unfair. Okay. Okay. But it, it's all based on risk. Right. And the more layers of risk you have on a file, the higher your interest rate will be. Now that leads me into a, a quick story. Okay. All right. I just helped a client and I'm going to call it the story of the month. And mm-hmm. we, we should have music for it. All <laughs> <right>? <laughs> we'll but, get some ready the thing. Time. There you go. So, <laughs> I had a client walk in. They were offered three and a half percent with mortgage insurance that would have been for the life of the loan through the federal government. And the agent called. And the first thing I did is I looked at credit. I saw that we could improve their credit by 70 points in as little as seven days. Okay. I implemented a credit plan with the consumer that they implemented the following day. They then got me letters from the vendors that they paid down some specific debts. I did a rapid rescore. Their credit score went up by 68 points. They no longer were an FHA loan. They now qualified for HomeReady, which is a first-time homebuyer program with a reduced interest rate, reduced mortgage insurance. Their interest rate dropped by a half. Their mortgage insurance dropped by $110 a month. Their homeowner's insurance dropped by $600 a year. Their car insurance dropped by $340. Wow, (laughs) okay. The total annual savings was $2,150 because they came to me, and I just didn't sell them a product. I looked at their whole situation, and I said, how in a short period of time, or sometimes it's a long period of time, depends. But how can we make it better? And guess what? The agent was tickled pink because... They were no longer an FHA buyer. Right. Meaning. Hallelujah. Uh, talk talk about that real yes. quickly. The difference between the FHA and the conventional or a government loan versus a conventional buyer.
2: When you're when you are the listing agent and you're looking at ranking different buyers for different offers, you look for the strongest one. And of course, the highest cash position is always a sign of strength. That person has clearly had the wherewithal to be able to do some saving. And it's also less that the seller has to worry about. And then comes a conventional product because the, appraiser when they come out to inspect the property is not going to have the type of guidelines that an FHA appraiser will have. So when you look at somebody who's, you know, you think, well, there is just a little bit of peeling paint on my house and I don't feel like painting because it's cold. Right. Um, You know, those types of things are factors in the winter here. So there's two things that come to mind there. So right now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I want to sell in the spring, paint now. Um, because if you want to accept FHA buyers, that's one of the things that always gets brought up.
0: And if you're in a price point between 150 and 300 and you're not offering your home to government loans, you're actually impeding yourself from getting more multiple offers on the property. At the same point in time, though, your conventional loan product is a far better product than a government loan. Right. Why? Because your mortgage insurance drops off after about five to seven years, depending on how much money you put down. Now, if you put down more than 20%, then there's no mortgage insurance. But I, I've taken a look at all the loans I've done over just the last two years. What is the percentage of people that put down 20% or more? What do you think that number is? And I do lots of loans, guys.
1: 50? 50%? 8%.
0: 8 Wow. 8%.
1: I knew I was shooting high, but I was like... Now, that's me.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe other loan officers are at a higher number or even a lower number, but most people are putting down, on the conventional side, they're putting down 5% or they're putting down 10%.
1: Well, I appreciate you sharing that because it does feel like one of those things that when we were talking earlier about why don't you decide to buy a home and you go, well, I'm saving up. And what you were mentioning before is that I I mean as someone who ha- who is who's renting now but who ha- owned a home and the thing, you have that you have to have twenty percent. You have to have twenty percent. You have do to not. have twenty percent. And that's and what I you just, feel like. You yeah, know?
2: Phil and I just had a client this week, three mm-hmm. percent. Um and that was a conventional buyer.
0: I just closed a loan where the client put a thousand dollars on the two hundred and seventy thousand dollar home and got fifteen thousand dollars down payment assistance and they only had to put a thousand dollars into the transaction with no mortgage insurance and
2: phil and i both just had a client that was a va buyer they had no money to put down not even a dollar for earnest money And we went into multiple offers and were smart about our our strategy and won that deal. So there's lots of things that can be done when you're out there trying to get your client what they want. Right. If your client wants to sell a house, you do what it takes to help them sell. If they want to buy a house, you do what you can to help them buy the house and buy it smart. And, you know, if you've had down payment assistance and you qualified for that, Phil, tell a little bit more about Buying a two hundred and seventy thousand dollars house and only putting thousand dollars down. What does that look like in real time?
0: Well, basically, you're you're looking at a first and a second mortgage. Okay. The first mortgage is going to be based on the Minnesota housing rate. Okay, which is a published rate that anybody can look up on the Minnesota housing website. They've got multiple different programs. I've used them all. I understand them all. But you've got what's called step up, and then you've okay. got what's called start up. Your startup program is for those that already own a home and they're not considered a first time home buyer. Your income criteria is $144,000. Well, guess what? On startup now, I believe it's $110,000. They just increased. Okay. They just increased. It is the amount of income you can have as a family to qualify for that program. Now, you also have what's called deferred and not deferred. Okay. Meaning, if your income criteria is below a specific threshold, the money that you borrow from the state of Minnesota is deferred until you either refinance or you sell your home.
2: Okay. So, theoretically, if you bought a home with a deferred program like that and you never sold it, it, you would never have to pay it back until you die and then your heirs would have to deal with it. Correct. That is amazing. Right.
0: And then, and then. If your income is above the threshold, you can still do the program, but then you have to repay it as a second mortgage. But then the interest rate is based on the first mortgage, okay. and it is a, it's not an interest only loan, which is great. Okay, because I I think interest only loans uh, only benefit the the banks. Okay, sorry to say. Right. Okay. Uh, basically, you're renting a portion of your home when you take out a home equity loan. Okay. Sorry to say. Right. Um, So that payment then goes on with the first mortgage. It's a fixed-rate product. It's not an adjustable-rate mortgage, folks. Literally, with that specific product, you can take a family of four, buy a $250,000 home, have a very, very low mortgage payment, have a deferred second, and come to the table with very, very little money. Now, am I going to tell you that that is the cat's meow program? Right. I'm going to say it's the cat's meows program for that client that needs that's in that specific situation. Right. But when I sit down with them, I'm going to still present them all the other options that's available to them, and ultimately, and tell them how they can achieve each one of those. And ultimately, it's the consumer's choice. I would tell you a conventional home loan product will be cheaper in the long run than going with the down payment assistance. Okay. Secondly, I would tell you in this market, since the market is still quite hot, a Minnesota housing loan program with down payment assistance may not be viewed by a seller as good as another offer.
2: And I will tell you, that comes to to education. Okay. Okay. Because if you don't understand when you're looking at the purchase agreement what a first mortgage with a grant program actually means, that comes to the the listing agent or the buyer's agent being able to make sure that the other agent fully understands what that means and that that's what what kind of risk factor that is for their client. Right. Wouldn't you say, Phil?
0: Correct. But, I mean, at the same point in time, I would say that... Uh, Based on the number of loans that I've done in the, these specific categories, I would tell that agent that my client is just as golden as anybody else because we've done our due diligence and we've looked at everything and we've already ran them through Amic Express and we've already gotten them 100 percent approved before they've even gone out the door. Right. So why should that agent be telling their their sellers that my clients aren't the best offer?
2: Wonderful, And it makes a big difference which mortgage company you work with and what type of uh, guarantees that they offer. So when we come back from the break, I'd like for you to talk about Amic Expressville and also to define what rapid rescore is for the consumer. Awesome. We'll also take your calls. You can
1: call us at 651-641. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My MyTalk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. In studio today, Mimi Shoneman, your Red Hot Real Estate super agent. And also from Amic Home Loans, Phil Olson is
2: here. And that hot, hot, hot music means we're going to talk about our Red Hot House of the Week. We are. We've got a really hot one in Moundsview Schools at 1140 Hunter's Court in Arden Hills. I love this property because it has so much potential. It's got a great cul-de-sac lot. It's super huge. Oh, mm-hmm. It's got a beautiful pond. And it's completely move-in ready. The kitchen has been updated with built-in refrigerator, cherry cabinets, Corian counters. Um, it's a split level. But it's got the super large entry. okay. So you can turn around, put your, your bench and your shoe rack and all that kind of stuff. Two-car garage, priced at 315 Wow. And we've got that posted on our show page here at MyTalk1071. And if you'd like to have a private showing, give us a call, 651-578-2218 to see it. So we're just gonna be amazed when we go check it
1: all out because they're like I everything think you is all live
2: updated.
0: There. Kind of. <laughs> sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, there we go. Oh, love A-ching. it. We got some coins, Phillips.
0: <laughs> well, I got a I got a little show special here today for you folks. If you work with Mimi and I on the buy side, I'm gonna help pay either your home inspection or a radon. Uh, fixing radon mitigation up to four hundred dollars so mimi why don't you tell people what is radon mitigation
2: so if you're a seller and your house when you get your buyer shows up that it's got radon they almost always are going to ask you to mitigate that right and so nobody wants radon floating around in the house when you're sleeping so that's a really significant special and so we encourage you to give us a call. We're ready to take your your opportunities, whether that's buying or selling. Phil works 100 and a million hours a week and he doesn't sleep. Well, he's got bags under his eyes. And that's a big deal. We talk about... <laughs> Thanks, uh,
1: Mimi. <laughs> we talk about... I got some product for you. That's okay. You I do? can help you out oh, with that see, kind of thing. Yeah, i, I with that, that out of I can <laughs> use some product for you. Um, but I think it's a big deal that you guys are going to cover that because you know, we talk about the the fact that lots of times you're trying to get yourself in the best position out there and you were talking about how people were waiving inspections. Yes. And so this way, you don't even have to worry about it because Phil is offering that if you guys work together, that you'll well, cover he's the inspection. going to pay for it. Yes, yeah, so
2: that's yeah. great so you don't have to remember, worry about up, up to, to 400. 400 up to 400 what's the okay. time limit on this phil
0: uh let's run it all the way through october 31st perfect
2: Perfect. All right, that's two months mm-hmm. that's a long time yeah i got my boots on works. Yeah. Right. Nice. so phil i want you to talk about what well, we were talking about in the break i want People to understand. So you can go, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer. let's just say it's you, Ms. Shannon. Yes. And you're going to where you bank. Okay. Because you trust them. Correct. You, and they, I've been with them for a while. And they've got all of your money. Yes. And they. It sounds
1: easy because all I can do is just do what, click two buttons in an app and just take care of things. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they say that they've
2: told you it's going to be easy. Right. Easy peasy.
0: But it doesn't mean you're getting the best deal. Oh.
2: Okay. But it might be easy. Mm-hmm. So. What does that mean? Right. So you go in and you talk to your trusted person and they say, what do they say, Phil?
0: Uh, They say, well, we have this specific product and we can definitely help you. And uh, how does that sound? Well
2: that sounds great. <laughs> easy. But easy. easy. But then they go and they're like, you know, I just I've been hearing Phil Olson, that really great <laughs> smart economist guy on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I think I want to talk to him to get a second opinion. And they come to your office, Phil, which is beautiful by the way, and they say they sit down with you and they say, This is what the place where I keep my money said, Phil. Right. And you say to them what, Phil?
0: I say, Well, yeah, they have your money, but uh, if I set you up with a different servicer, they're still going to collect your mortgage payment. And as long as you make your mortgage payment on time, you're never going to hear from them. So who does it really make a difference who okay. you make your mortgage payment to? But people, people have these 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 things in their mind that, well, because I bank with this bank, I need to do my business with this bank. That doesn't necessarily mean you're getting... The the cat's meow Listen, deal. I,
1: I appreciate. Think, yeah, that's
2: what you seem to think is that loyalty will breed loyalty. I appreciate the fact that there's a greeter at the door and I get a <laughs> sucker when I leave. Yeah. You know, but no. So Phil, you got suckers, don't you? You got something? Jolly Ranchers. That's Jolly you. Ranchers. Yeah. Yes. That's Phil's office. Yeah. So no, that's really not where I was going. But thank you for that. So where I keep my money, they may have Freddie Mac, uh, host of products. Yep. But maybe they don't have both Freddie Mac and Freddie
0: May. May they also might not have Jenny May. So okay?
2: we we know all these these Mays.
0: These are three <laughs> government entities that basically hold all your government-backed mortgage securities. So okay. do
2: you have all three of them?
0: We have all three. Okay, okay. so and, but, but and here's w- the other thing: we're direct. What does that mean? Right. That means we're direct to these government agencies with no overlays okay so basically we take our bible books that we have and if the bible book says we can do it we do it
2: okay it's- we
0: don't have an underwriter saying but i don't like this deal
2: okay let's let's take it down a notch because this is like really high level stuff i think so right now we've already determined that where miss shannon banks only has one of these government places right but you've got three, Phil. Correct. Okay. And so what does that mean to the consumer? It means that you've got a a bevy of products that where you bank or where you keep your money may not have. Is that true?
0: Yes. It, I mean, it's kind of like you going to your local corner store, grocery store, or coming to Hy-Vee. Okay. I'm Hy-Vee. Yes. All right. I've got everything. Yes. Okay. We
2: expect the Hy-Vee people to love us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And
0: I love high It's one of my favorite <laughs> I'm about to stores. go to
2: that one right after the show. There you go. <laughs> but
0: uh, so the difference is, is there's so many different programs and then there's so many different lenders and I have all of them. So not only can I look at all the different programs, I can look at all the different rates. I can also look at all the different mortgage insurance companies. But then in the break, we were talking about Rapid Rescore. Yes. Right. Yes. So what is Rapid Rescore? Rapid Rescore is the ability for a mortgage person or somebody that's high-level, understands credit, to basically analyze somebody's credit report and analyze every single trade line and say, what if? Okay. What if we change this? What if we change that? Believe it or not, I've got a scoring simulator that goes is hooked up right to all three bureaus i can literally go in take your credit report and go what if what if i have you charge on this credit card fifty dollars okay believe it or not that might actually cause your score to go up for some people that don't have a lot of trade lines with any balances okay believe it or not charging on a credit card can actually cause a score to go up by ten points then again i might pay down some debt i might pay off a collection I might pay off a collection and the score drops by 50. Oh, okay. do I want to tell my client to pay that one off? No. no. Okay. So literally, I'll sit down with a client and I'll say, here's where we're at. Here are the programs that are available at this point in time. But you've said my lease doesn't run out until November. All right. So guess what? We got planning to do. And I'm a big believer in planning because ultimately, if I can get my client's mortgage payment down by 50, 100, 150, 200, guess what? That might also open up their criteria for maybe a better quality home at a lower price.
1: So it's always worth it to try and start that initial interaction because maybe you're thinking, I'm not going to be able to do this for two years. But. If you start the process, you might be able to get them there faster, so that by next year they're already much ready. faster. Now, okay. And
2: the l- biggest thing I see people say is, "Oh, I'm so proud of myself. I've saved up this money. I'm going right. to go pay off my credit card, and then I'm going to go shopping for a house." Right. I'm like, wait, no, wait. <laughs> talk to talk to Phil first. Don't do that. Don't because do that, that.
0: That could actually cause, depending on on the accounts you pay, you could actually hurt your credit. Really? Yes. Okay? That's disappointing. So, is it time so for me and Ms. Shannon to that's, go shopping? And that's that's, where that's what I'm hearing. He didn't
1: say spend more money. He oh. said don't pay off. Oh, fast. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, there's under, under all the guidelines and programs, there's specific criteria on credit on things that must be paid and not be paid. Okay. Okay. One of the big things I tell people is do not pay any medical collections. Okay. Medical collections are not required to be paid off. Now, I'm not telling you not to pay them. Right. Okay. But it's not a criteria for getting a home loan.
1: So it doesn't have to be a priority.
0: Doesn't have to be a priority. So a rapid rescore, I can literally sat down with a client, show them the scoring model, give them a plan of action. And I just did it here Mm -hmm. for a client here in the last week. We just got the results back. I told them their score would go up by 71 points. They went up by 69, but guess what? They're no longer, they're now approved for a different program with lower interest, lower rate, and guess what? That took a whole five days to do.
2: So when we come back from the break, I'd like to talk a little bit uh, with Phil about retirement clients Mm -hmm things that they need to be thinking about and planning. And we also want to encourage all of our listeners to go to our show page because we've got links there where you can actually shop for property. We've got information on, we've got those great guides, things to think about when you're buying and selling, and lots of other good information posted on the show page. And that show page.
1: Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon with uh, Remy, um, sorry Mimi Shonen <laughs> from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, and also Phil
2: Olson from Amec Home Loans. You know, we were talking during the break, Phil. Honestly, right now, 3.5%. I know, you know, that is so, that is so like 2010.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, literally right now I'm doing a refinance. They're getting 3.5% on a 15-year fixed, and they're getting 1.5% back in a lender credit. Their refinance closing costs are zero. It's costing them nothing to refinance and they're dropping their rate from five percent down to three and a half percent, and their mortgage payment only went up three hundred dollars. But we just wiped out eleven years off their mortgage. Saves them hundred. It's, it's saving them, I think, like one hundred twenty three thousand oh dollars.
2: My, my goodness, that's awesome. how much?
0: One hundred twenty three thousand dollars.
2: <laughs> wow. Where's that coin thing when you need it? <laughs> one hundred twenty three thousand. Oh my god! I didn't even have to do the math. You did the math for them. <laughs> There it is, <laughs> so yeah, so what's the best thing for people to do right now is to actually move up?
0: I would say now is an optimal time for moving up for that buyer that's owning a home between two hundred and three hundred thousand has a fifty to a hundred thousand dollar equity position. They might be looking at their current interest rate on their home loan being like at four point seven five five percent they can get into maybe the high threes on a 30 with probably a 1% discount fee and take that equity from that home and now get them, get that house that they're it's they call their dream home. All right. And get more square footage. Now's the time to be making those type of moves when we have historically low interest rates.
2: Exactly. And there is so much inventory right now in that 500, actually 450 and up category. And those sellers are motivated.
0: They're even motivated to pay closing costs as well.
2: Exactly. And so how do people get a hold of you, Phil, when they want to talk to you about the possibility of them moving up?
0: Best way for them to always reach me is my cell phone, 651-238-6748, or they can email me at phil at callphilolson.com.
2: Exactly. And so if you're looking to shop for property all the time, you can reach us at 651-578-2218, or you can go to Mimi at com. You know,
0: one of the things I want to tell the folks as well is we're not, Mimi and I have been working together a long time, and it's not about you know us putting you into a home in 30 days uh we're we're closing we just closed a loan we worked with the client for 2 years
2: yes and that was a great story Great because story. they came to you because they heard you talking about credit
0: correct and i'm sorry to say that their credit was it wasn't good it really wasn't but i gave them you know when i t- look at people's credit and i've seen thousands of credit reports, it doesn't make a difference what I see. I'm going to just lay out, okay, here's where you're at. Here's where we need to be. Here's how we get there. But then it ultimately comes down to the consumer, and I'm I'm kind of tough on my consumer saying, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable. You're coming in to meet with me. You want to change your situation. Well, guess what? Maybe we need to change some spending habits, all right? Because if those spending habits aren't changed, we can't get to our ultimate goal. So I'll always say that. What's important to you? And here's what I always hear. We want to own a home. Well, if you want to own a home, then you're going to have to do the things I'm telling you to do, and then you're going to follow up with me every 90 days. And this client followed up with me religiously every 90 days. We did a new credit report. I provided more input. And believe me, if, if I had this couple on on the show with us, They would tell you everything they did, but ultimately they're ecstatic. Matter of fact, uh, she cried on the phone the night before, uh, And I called those happy tears.
2: Yes. And I have Phil singing. (laughs) What did you sing, Phil? Burn, burn, burn. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know why, but that was so good. That was like the best closing ever.
0: That that was because they brought up Johnny Cash. Well, he was wearing a Johnny Cash shirt. That's that's how it happened. That's one of my favorite songs by Johnny Cash.
2: (laughs) And it was good. He he wasn't pitchy at all
1: so <laughs> I, I kind of get the relationship though and that's the whole point is like building that relationship over time and you know yeah we We talk about often that you kind of think, oh, I'm going to do this for the next 30 years. You're like, no, this is something that might be for this particular season. And that's why it's very important for both of you to be able to, from the way you've communicated it, to work with these clients. Because you go, well, this might be for the next five years. And then you want them to be able to come back to you and trust you and know that you were going to give them the right kind of counsel as they move forward.
0: I'm going to give them counsel based on what they provide to me. I'm also going to provide them counsel on what's going on in the market. And what's going on in politics? Because all three of those things play a role in making such a huge financial decision in buying a house.
2: So... You know, Phil and I are going to show up at your barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, aren't we, Phil? We're and just going to crash gonna be, the party. Uh, just bring exactly. the potato salad. That's yeah, all fine, yeah. right? If you're
0: serving ribs, I'm there.
1: Uh, no doubt. No now doubt. Now, I know we have a few minutes before we wrap up. We've talked about people who are stepping up to that next level of living, but I know we also want to make sure that our my talkers out there that might be moving into retirement, that they have their there's lots of options for them out there as well.
0: Tons of options, but the one thing I'll tell those that are thinking about retiring, they want to call me prior. To retiring because there are so many new income. There's income that they're going to be able to use, but okay. there's income restrictions. Okay. Okay. So let me give you an example of that. All right. Social Security. Well, you need to have it for at least two months before you can count it. Okay. Right.
1: So you can't immediately retire and then use those. You Correct. Know. Okay. All right.
0: All right. Dividend income. Well, I'm going to start using... I'm gonna now start using my dividend income that's coming on my tax returns. Right. Well, you have to show a two year history of dividend oh, income. So okay. you should have been planning with your tax accountant to start taking dividend income sooner
1: before you before have before okay. you came
0: to me. Okay. All right. So what I try tell telling those that are thinking about retiring, hey, let's have that conversation now. Okay. Let's see what that looks like. It might be better that you buy your house. Prior to retiring, only reason I say that you might have more qualifying income, right, as being employed versus when you retire.
1: So you'll still work with them to go, okay, we'll make a payment strategy that will fit within what your retirement income could, in theory, look like. So you'll try and talk to them about what it'll look like two and three years down the road. Correct. Okay.
0: Well, basically, there are so many different. For example, rental income, alimony income, trust income. If you've got trust income, you have to provide us the trust documents. Right. you got pension income. Well, is the pension a lifetime pension or is it a short-term pension? Most are lifetime. Okay. But I, I for those that are going to retire, I don't want them to go, we're going to be okay. We're going to be able to qualify for a home loan. I strongly encourage them to talk to me or a very good mortgage professional. Right. So that way they can lay everything out and say, yes, this can be used. No, this cannot be used.
1: Because sometimes when you're planning for your retirement, it sounds like when you're working with your clients, Phil, that they're going, I don't want to think about that right now. I want to get through the next step, actually retire, and then think about that. But it might be too late. Correct. And, I, or, or stall them. Maybe not completely too late, but it might stall them because some of these things take a while to actually become mm-hmm. valid. Is that what it is? Correct. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, well. I'm going to use a use a uh, a story here. I worked with a client 6 months ago thinking about retiring. Laid everything out to me, very well off. But I said, "I want you to meet with a tax accountant. Okay. I want you to meet with your financial planner because whatever we do is going to there's a cause and effect." All right. All right. And had she done what she wanted to do, She would have been hit with long-term, or excuse me, short-term capital gains of about thirty-five percent. Okay, there was a better way for us to figure out this money for this new home by using different assets and different resources and holding back other resources not to cause a taxation issue. Okay, so when I see those types of situations, I do have a very broad network of people around me that I can refer people to, so that way they can get further advice as to how do we put together this mortgage puzzle that's gonna work for the consumer in in the long in the short term and the long term.
1: So oftentimes it sounds like you should be the first call that they have.
0: And then I, you can tell say, them
1: hub out into other things. Correct. I okay. would
0: say I would say I should be the first call or they should be talking to their financial advisor. All right. And um, why you bring a lawyer in is to also look at maybe some type of trusts, setting up some some trusts or there's other vehicles that can be used by a lawyer along with the financial planner, along with the mortgage provider to put together a comprehensive plan for the consumer.
1: Well, Phil, as we wrap up, we want to remind everybody about that great deal that they have available if they work with you and Mimi.
0: Absolutely. Up until October 31st, I'm going to take care of your home inspection or radon mitigation all the way up to $400 if you work with Mimi and I on your next buy.
1: All right. And what's your website again?
0: Website, easy to remember, www.callphilolson.com.
1: So if you're looking for any resources out there, I can tell you from experience that Phil is a great place for you to start, get all that information. We also want to let you know that if for any of our folks out there that are getting ready to retire, Mimi has this great information out there available as well. You can go to her website. It's mnredhotrealestate.com. That's mnredhotrealestate.com. And she has some great one-level living opportunities that are out there so if you're looking for one they don't come up often so make sure you go ahead and text the starlight lounge presents an evening with the progressive box
0: yeah that's hugo tickling the ivories he just saved by bundling home and auto with progressive gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours hugo send her my condolences hi-o this next one's for you too there's